Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. My name is Thomas, and welcome to another episode of The Broadcast. And sitting all the way across in his man cave, no chai lattes, just cappuccino for this fella. Give it up for my bro, and he's your bro. Give it up for Al. Evening, everyone. It is I, it is he, I am Alan. Welcome to The Broadcast. Yes, all cappuccinos right over here in this place. Uh, funny how you say that. I was actually out for lunch with the family um, today. And uh, I actually sat down at this little place where we we're at, and uh, the lady comes over, would you like a drink? And I said, oh, yeah, can I get a cappuccino? I goes, would you like a large mug? I go, yeah. So she comes over, and I wasn't expecting, I thought it was just going to be like a normal size, like mug or cup. And no, it was like, actually a large mug, and she brought it over to me, and I was like, oh, thank you very much, you know. And sipping on that, then they come over, and they go, oh, what would you like for a meal? And I'm like, I think I might get the big brekkie, you know, and uh, didn't really read it properly. Just looking at it, just like the big brekkie, because presumably when I think of the big brekkie, it's like bacon, eggs, sausage, um, was it beans, uh, mushrooms, you name it. They're just going to pile everything onto a plate with bread and you just gonna just consume it. And um, you know, she came over and uh, it was just this, it was a big plate. But there was um, no bread, just eggs, a bacon, chorizo uh, sausage, but it was cut in half. The other half was taken off, and then there was, you know, finally cut. And then there were, um, well, which I, I thought it was um, halloumi. I thought it was the cheese. And uh, clearly it wasn't. It was mushrooms. So that was finally cut as well, too. And I'm like, oh, okay. So... I chow through that, you know, really enjoying it. My, you know, my partner's look eyeing off what I've got. I'm like, no, you've got yours. I've got mine over here. So, and then as I'm just about to put the, you know, knife and fork down, the lady comes up to me again, same woman who took our orders and went, would you like another coffee? I go, oh yeah, please. And she just didn't ask what size, just took off. And not without a beat, five minutes later, a, a, a bloke comes over, a man comes over, young fella, 
got the mask on, and he goes, here you go, mate, same cup. Not exactly the same cup, but it was the same large cappuccino. It was massive. So you're talking to me here right now. I'm, like, this morning, probably between around about uh, 11 o'clock to about 2 o'clock, I was had the shakes, I had the spins. I had just like, man, coffee. So, yeah, that was what's... Funny how you say about cappuccino. Well, I was going to say, like, you think if they were giving you, say, an extra large, it's probably two standard coffees in each one. So you probably had about four in just yes, the sir. first part of the morning, which is, yes. uh, I live that way, sadly. That's how I kind of have to get through my day and my job is to suck down the coffees. Um, suck down the coffees, he says, guys. But you've got to have your almond milk, though. So, you go. <laughs> yeah, and talking about almond milk, really quick, I bought some almond milk the other day and I'm making a homemade coffee. And my wife goes, oh, what do you got there? I said, I'm just making a cappuccino. Oh, can you make me one? And I'm like, yeah, no worries. I'm frothing it up. And I'm tipping her. She goes, what the hell? What's floating on the top of my coffee? I said, oh, that's the almond. It's just the – it just floats up in the cup. What? And I'm like, yeah. She goes, is that off? I'm like, no. It's just how it actually sits in the cup. She goes, I don't really feel like having that. Do we have plain milk? I'm like, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get it. But I said, it's just a bit healthier. just have almonds instead of having full cream, lactose-free milk. Just, just each their own, so – but you're not lactose, are you? Our, most of the family are, though. Yeah, I'm the only, you. No, I'm the only one that's not. Uh, no, but I, I, I just want to join in with everybody. I'm probably the one in the family that doesn't have, like, I can eat a big meal and not get a sore stomach. Um, I can have normal cream milk and not get a sore stomach. Right. Everybody yeah. else cannot have it. They just get KFC, makes them feel sick. Pizza makes them feel sick. That's fine. Daddy will eat it then. I don't eat it, but I'll eat it. <laughs> Yeah, with the food bags, I, I've definitely found that in in our relationship. Just the other week, my partner and I got takeaway, and we get uh, gyros or like suvalakis or you know like meat in wrap, and uh, I pretty much will hoe through mine, and then my missus will go, and then look at me, and I go, I got you, doll. <laughs> And you still got sauce on your face. I'll oh, take it. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> My bloody Augustus gloop from the uh, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, not, not for later, Augustus. Save for, just, for later. No, side, yeah. side note about the kebab. You go to, was it Water Kebab? Do you go there in Murabak? I haven't been there in a while because uh, the last time I was there, um, I had a very interesting experience. And uh, it's because I ordered something um, that was sort of out there. Um, I got the hot dog. Right. Hot dog, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, Do you uh, tell. <laughs> well, it's just in full right because normally when you have a gyro or a, a suvalaki or just something with like that, you normally sometimes you'll probably either get chicken or lamb or sometimes both. Mm. Just this time around, I thought I'd be a little bit, you know, experimental uh, and tried the hot dog. So it's exactly the same, just with a big like snag, like a sausage, like an actual hot dog that you put in a bun, mm. in a wrap. So, yeah, there I am, ready to go. And I unravel it, and I peel back the paper, and there's I see a little bit of lettuce, and they always compact it with lettuce and tomato. And there's this one little glizzy, this little hot dog. You know what, sir? You, you need to, you just get out. Okay, yo, I, I don't look at what- Some town you, bro! Yo, we would have no fucking glizzy! I wanna talk about it, bro! bro get out! Bro, get all out I said was glizzy! We're having fucking glizzy! Don't tell me that's glizzy! Get out, bro! Get out of here!
Just looking up at me, and I'm like, because I don't know what's in hot dogs. No one wants in hot dogs. It's lips and assholes, I think. And, and just the, this Frankfurter looking at me. Hello. Going to put me in your mouth now, are you? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I can oh. just imagine you lighting it going, you know what, Dale? I'm going to get the hot dogs today. No, 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 no. I didn't. Like, why I, I actually, hot... no, 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 I actually, I actually went on to um, Uber Eats and actually ordered it. So when I got, when it came in to the house, you know, Ready. I thought it was going to be again. I'm going back to Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, trying to open up and see this golden ticket. This is not a golden ticket. Is this this hot dog? Look, the uh, I felt like the asshole looking at me through uh, underneath all the lettuce and tomato and garlic sauce, and I didn't enjoy it. That's just weird though. Like hot dog with lettuce. Like I think like, hot dogs just mustard, cheese, bit of sauce on top. But lettuce, I'm like, what? You've kind of combined an American staple. With well, a Greek souvlaki. Actually, how funny how you say it, it was actually called the American souvlaki. Mm. There you go. Just with this, you know, as they call it over in the, in the States, I think you guys call it you know, a glizzy, a hot dog, a hotter dog, and they're just looking at me. Oh, my. <laughs> my family hate hot dogs in this house, so. Yeah. Yeah. They just have, they hate the thought of what they know what they are, and they just hate them. So I'll always go and buy little boys, boil them up, cook them up. So that's what we call them. I, yeah. uh, my son, yeah, my son <laughs> enjoys them, little frankfurters, nice little supplement meals, but mm. I have to, I don't want to give him a full one, because I'm like, don't you get any ideas, mate? No, don't you? <laughs> so I have to cut it in half and dice it up and go, here you go. Don't get any ideas? All right, over there. You just cut the two ends off. There you go. There you go, mate. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't need to know where they're coming from. Where's the other half? Don't, don't ask questions. Uh... Be a man. Play football. Talk, don't talk about your feelings. Yeah, with the boys, mate. Go on. Go on. There you go. There you go. Hey, love it. You want to go have a shower? Mate, we're at a party. I don't care. You want to have a shower together? What? No. No, it's because you got mud on you. I'm trying to help you. No, mud. That's my <laughs> pants. Please. Should we start the show? We have, haven't we? Oh, God, you're recording. Shit. He just noticed the red corner in the top of the Skype call. Yes. Guys, welcome to another episode of the broadcast. This marks episode number 84 in the TPK vault. And today we are giving you wrestling companion number 56. If you check out our Twitter, which is um, at the broadcast, that's T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T on Twitter, we announced on Wednesday that we'll be covering a Monday Night Raw and we'll be travelling to the year 2000. And this is a Raw... That I think Alan and I both have watched many times. We watched it live, and we've also watched it on the network quite a bit. And Alan, do you want to say anything about before I actually announce it? Anything about the show that you recall? No, I, I purely love it that um, you didn't bury the lead of what show we're doing uh, on our Twitter because purely you just put up Kurt Angle, um, that was an Olympic slamming uh, an old woman. Yeah. So you didn't really give anyone what show we're doing. I mean, yes, you told us what number what, what the show's and the actual date but guys, this is a show that a lot of stuff goes down but the main thing that Tom focused on our Twitter was Kurt Angle slamming a grandma and um, this should be a good show because there is a lot of uh, building up towards um, towards the, the No Way Out of 2000 uh, we've already 
covered the Royal Rumble from 2000 as well, two guys, where we saw Cactus Jack and uh, Triple H have that street fight in uh, MSG. So this is pretty much a continuation. And also, too, this is has the Radicals in it. There as Dean Malenko, Perry San, Chris Benoit, and Eddie Guerrero. Mm. And they try to get their jobs, and it backfired on SmackDown. Yeah, well, I think it was 13 days after the Royal Rumble. So the Raw that we're talking about, guys, is WWF Raw 350. It was February 7th, 2000. And, uh, yeah, I think we're going to talk about other things that have happened in the world of pro wrestling from the Royal Rumble that happened this past Sunday to, you know, other things that happened across the weekend. Also some, you know, any you know pop culture news, comic books, any gaming news that we'll chat throughout this companion. So what we want you to do is load up your WWE network, go to Raw, go to 2000, February 7th, 2000, and it's called Raw 350. But as we do each and every episode, before we kick in officially to this companion, we want to give a shout out to not one, but two great podcasts that we want you guys to definitely check out. Hey, this is Ken M. Padawan J. Coach Duffy. From the Ocho Duro Parley Hour podcast. Every week, the ODPH is talking sports, movies, TV, comics, and more. It's always a parlay of topics on each episode. You can find the ODPH on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and wherever you find great podcasts, such as the one you're listening to right now. Don't forget to check out OchoDuroParlayHour.com, where you can find the links to all of the ODPH social media accounts, links to the bands whose music you hear each week on the show, hashtag 607 podcast info, and parlay points are a companion block section of the show. Thanks for listening to the ODPH. Now get back to your regularly scheduled podcast. It's your friendly Australian power here, Josh Robinson from the Wrestling Reverb podcast. You can join me and my co-host Kevin Carroll every week on Wrestling Reverb where we talk all things pro wrestling. You can listen to Wrestling Reverb anywhere you listen to podcasts including iTunes, Spotify and Anchor. And of course, Wrestling Reverb is a part of the Pulse Podcast Network. All right, guys, we are back. Do you have your network ready? I am ready. Alan, give us that countdown. All right, guys, make sure that you have played the ad or the advert before we press play. So make sure you watch the advert, press pause, and get ready to watch with us now. Okay, guys, get let's get ready in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Let's go. I'm just saying to Alan off mic, everybody, just how many times have we seen this opening over the years? This beautiful opening. The classic WWF Attitude timeline. And I actually don't actually remember when this this SmackDown, I don't think I actually watched it. I think it was I read the results, but this is the one I remember. The main take back was Eddie Guerrero getting hurt, which you do see in this package. But I remember reading this. And I'm thinking, what? You know, you've just brought them in and you're making them lose. Like, how does this work? Because, again, I knew this group, but I knew it as the revolution with Shane Douglas in WCW because they were there with Shane only a few weeks earlier on Nitro. That's right. And supposedly he was meant to come over with him, wasn't he? But they didn't tell him. I think something to wrestle with did talk about that. I think Conrad brought up, was Shane going to come? And Bruce said Shane was never an option. It was always yeah. these three or these four because Guerrero wasn't with the Revolution team. He was That's with right. the uh, what was the team called with Rey Mysterio and Kidman? What were they called? Uh, was he part of the Filthy Animals? 
That's the name, yeah, with Tigeris and yeah, Hoovertooth Guerrero. Conan. Hmm. Yep, definitely. So Maleko uh, lost to X Park. The Outlaws yes. just defeated Guerrero and sat with Guerrero breaking his elbow. And now yes. we're getting Benoit and Kurt. Oh, Benoit and um, Triple H, I mean. Yes. Great pedigree. Yes. And uh, it's interesting, The that first match and the last match uh, sort of happened in the same, similar way with the low blow shot. Um, just showing right there that their DX are the piece of shit heels. Mm. And they anything, they would do anything to win. And that was the classic SmackDown Oval set, too. But it was, for some reason, it was orange. Did you see in that footage, it was an orange set? It wasn't actually the normal standard blue that we would come to see yeah. for many. Definitely. Oh. This crazy opening is so yeah. extremely old school. Like this, I just have like memories of you, me, brother Nathan, quickly running yes. to the couch as those fireworks are coming in. Like, quick, quick, come on, sit down. Bowl the chips, yes. can of coke, and just going. What's it going to be? What are we going to see tonight? So we have also coming up in just the beginning of this show. I think it's a eighteen minutes or twenty minute uh, talky bit with um. Well, that's a big sign with Rikishi's ass. Yeah, it's uh, a yeah, pretty the, long opening promo. So it, lo- it looks like we're going back to the old uh, sort of couple of years ago um, of how Raw used to open back in the, uh, was it 2015 2016 Triple H and Stephanie have something to say, but now we've got X-Puck and Tori But like you think about like the authority, you know that 2013, 14, 15 year kicking off every Raw was the same as like Vince McMahon kicking off Raw's back in 97, 98, going against Steve Austin, so yes, very oh, standard yeah. It's just, it's going to kick your ass. And there's one of my favourite divas of all time. Yeah. Yeah, she's alright. How we just points to her and gets, yeah. Yeah, well, again, we've actually covered um, Armageddon in 1999. We covered that in long form for a wrestling companion. But we also, that was the timeline when Kane and Tori were still together. Um, and not long after that, she eventually turned on uh, Kane and joined X-Park or became a DX member. And yeah, Kane was gone. Kane was not here. Kane had left since his heart was broken by Tori and has been out of the World Wrestling Federation. Imagine how you feel. You know, you're sitting up the front or you're going through and next minute these guys come through the crowd. You're like, what is going on here? But see that look that Saturn had that's the look that he actually used to wear on Nitro. It's the exact same That's shirt, right. same hat, same glasses, same exact look. Yep, definitely. And um, Jim Malenko looks like every dad on the, uh, on the weekend. Uh, <laughs> brown pants, brown shirt, you know, just... This is my going out shirt, you know. This has got my, my going out pants. We're heading to the shops. This is what I'm wearing. Do not judge. And you I, see that? This is interesting thing. So- the sign to the left there, Benoit is still champion. Yes, that's right. Because he was because he was WCW champion at this time. From one piss hand to another. Um. Well, next week it was a tomorrow on Nitro. I'm going to take their belt off you. That uh, Kevin Nash. And it's interesting to have Perry Saturn opening the promo here. Because did he talk much when he was in WCW? 
Not really. Like, I think maybe with the Eliminators, he did some stuff there when he was with Cronus back in ECW, but that might have been cutting promos on Dudleys and stuff like that. But, yeah, you rarely had sat and cut promos unless he was feuding with Jericho. Remember when he was yes. having, like, the dog collar match-up and dress? Yeah. It's the ladies' man, Dean Maleko. Yeah, that's something he probably would rather forget, I think. And where, where, is, where is Dean now? Is he WWE? AEW. Is he? Yes. Okay, I, thought, I didn't know where he ended up. I thought he maybe was just a producer backstage, but it's good he if was he's there part, then. He was part of um, WWE for a, quite a while until the uh, I think the, the massive layoff that mm. happened uh, last year, and he was part of that. Wow. So, um, yeah, he ventured over to um, AEW. And I don't think he's very well, too. I think it's, um, I, I think, uh, don't hold me to it, but I think he has Parkinson's. And um, oh. and when he was on the uh, Wrestling With Shadows about um, Chris Benoit and Nancy, um, you can actually tell during mm. the interview that he was struggling. Mm. Yeah. So... Because he is the oldest one, you would say, of the group here that you have. And this was, what, 20 years ago or 21 years ago now. Yes. Well, it's interesting enough to see um, Perry San and Dean Malenko, uh, the only two men still with us today. Mm. I don't know what Perry's doing. No, I don't know. That's the thing we've talked about on this show, guys. If you've been listening to our show over the years and you've heard the old school episodes we've done, it's when you go back and you watch the late 80s, early 90s, and a lot of people have passed on, you know, from the Road Warriors to, you know, Guerrero to Test, Chris Benoit to, what, Jamal, Rosie, all those guys who grew up in the Attitude Era watching. Um, yes. And I think it was one of the shows, I think we did a 1990 Survivor Series, and one of the elimination matches had a four-on-four and I think we worked out seven of the eight had passed away or something like that, which is crazy. I sometimes can't watch, like, Royal Rumbles leading up to the Royal Rumble last month. I um, I went back and watched a few current Royal Rumbles, and you look, oh, yeah, those guys are no longer with the company. And then you see Brody Lee, mm. and you think, shit. Mm. He just passed away only a couple of months ago, and there he is right there on my screen or on my tablet or on my phone or on my television mm. and he's gone but again like today we just found out with uh, Butch Reed yeah um, he he's passing and that was young very mm. young and we covered his tag team title win with um, Ron Simmons when we did Capital yes. Combat last year back in That's May right. of uh, last year we watched that show so we, we just had Cactus Jack come out and uh, Chris Benoit was giving him a shout out and now here comes the villains. With my favourite song and my favourite belt. I love that championship belt, that oval belt. That's the one belt. If I were to like buy a championship belt, I would buy that belt. I love that oval eagle title belt. Would it be proper? Would it be proper like... Um, how was it um, tin oh yeah I would go all out I would go all out and buy that one yeah I would put the one up on the wall because when did they got rid of that championship I'm trying to think it was when he was champion because he actually defeated Jericho at Wrestlemania 18 to win the undisputed title which was both belts and then he was awarded the new belt 
which is the one he dropped to Hulk Hogan and then Hogan to Taker. And yeah, that was the, I love that belt. Um, well, even like see the added undisputed era and this belt are two of my favorite world championships. Mm-hmm. And, un- and unfortunately, uh, for people who are watching this right now, guys is our poster art, uh, of if you saw the poster art, if you don't know which one I am, I'm on Stephanie's body and Alan's yeah. on, on Triple H's body. So <laughs> very unnerving, very unnerving. I don't know. I wanted to question you about it. You know, I went, you know what? You, you know what you're doing. Uh, you again, every week, every sorry, every month, every couple of weeks, you do some great stuff with our art, but this time around, I was like, mm. Feels, I mean, I look great as Triple H, but you as Stephanie is, yeah. It's just weird that my head fitted on her so well. I don't understand I why that worked. Maybe it's my hair I, was out. I don't know. But... <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I actually had an idea was when, because it's coming up, where um, we could have put your head on Mae Young's body and I could be Kurt Angle uh, Olympic slamming you. <laughs> you know. Just for shits and the giggles. But no, you have to be the million dollar princess and I have to be the big nose arsehole, Triple H. He's so hated. Listen to those chants. I hated him here. I hated yeah. Triple H at this time. He was such a dick. And it's mainly because I love Mick Foley. I love Cactus Jack. It's one of my favourites. I saw a lot but of myself like... in Mick. Like, this feud, though, is, like, so you and me, because I was so pro-Triple H, you were all Mick Foley. Like, you weren't a big dude love guy, you were a cactus guy, you are a mankind guy, and to think, what, 99, they fitted quite a lot. You know, SummerSlam over the WWE Championship. Triple H won his first WWE title over Mick Foley, what, just after SummerSlam. Um, You know, they've had many, many wars, and it's just that they're so different. Even the way they look, the way they present themselves... But behind the cameras and behind the curtain, they are very close. They're very, oh, yeah. They got along really well. And again, it shows how professional they can be. You know, sometimes you've got people with massive egos. I you hear a lot of stuff about um, mainly Hunter. He is, he. people will have interviews with him or have talked about him with uh, you know wrestlers. He says he's one of the boys. Yes, he might be office mm. now, but he's always been one of the boys and one of the good dudes, you know, the ones he'll, he'll sell for. Yes, there was a reign of terror where Triple H was champion all the freaking time. Like, and again, but there was like Ric Flair back in eighty, back in the eighties. It was either he or Dusty was back and forth, mm. back and forth. But again, it, people were still watching. But that's and, the thing about Triple H too, though. Like, he wants someone to help run a company that's been there, that's actually been an athlete not just a guy that's very good at running a business. Let's bring him in and put him in the CEO role. Let's put someone that's actually come from the business, can know from both sides, can see what it's like to struggle, then be put in a season, you know, a, a, you know, a seat of power. Um, but again, you know, he was always in the back seat to Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock. And it goes back to his promo with JR in 1999, where he went, went off script and swore during a live Raw promo. And that was saying how he feels. I've always been pushed aside. This is my time. I want my opportunity. And really, since then, it was Triple H's show. He was always there, um, either kicking off the show, sometimes having the longest match on the show. Yeah, exactly. That's why we could always say that, you know, um, if Triple H was going to be on your show, 
you're going to get a uh, at least a 20 minute promo and a 20 minute match. Uh, and again, it's like back in the day what Flair used to do. People would think, oh, you know, it's everyone's just full of Flair. Everyone was full of Triple H. And again, it made business. Yeah, they still put butts in seats. And we're just saying there, Cactus Jack has just laid down the gauntlet to Triple H, is saying, no barbed wire, no thumbtacks. All right, I won't. You won't let me have that. All right, Hell in a Cell. So we're going to have Hell in a Cell, Triple H, and Cactus Jack. And that would have marked the first Hell in a Cell in quite some time, because I actually think from memory it might have only been the 1998 was the last time they would have done that, which was uh, I think June of that year. With Foley um, was thrown off by um, Taker. Yeah, because we don't talk about one. There was another one, though, at WrestleMania. Oh, Taker, boss man. But we don't yeah. talk about that because, you know. Do you know they actually made a shirt of that? Yeah. There was a graphic of that photo of boss man hanging with him hanging and it says The Undertaker. And it's like, who's going to wear that? Yeah, it was definitely. It was, boss, it, was, it was Ray Taylor, yeah. Wow. I'll wear it. I give it a go. <laughs> I'll try I'll wear it. I'll wear it on the show. I'll wear it on this show, but so no one else can see it. So Triple H is also thrown down his gauntlet and his uh, card by saying, I want your career. You quit yeah, from the all WWE. Gimmick, all gimmicks. I want them all. I want Dude Love. I want Cactus. I want Mick Foley. I want Mankind. All gone. And that's the thing, like, when they put this gauntlet down, as you said, like, this was to me, like, Foley has to win then. You know, they're actually going to make Foley go to Mania. They're going to do Foley Rock. Because as of right now, in this time period, the number one contender was uh, The Rock. The Rock won the Royal Rumble. He would eventually take on the big show to determine who would go on to WrestleMania. So right now, it's either going to be Foley Hunter or Big Show Rock, one-on-one at WrestleMania 2000. Well, then he... He and the Big Show had... Uh, sorry, Rock and the Big Show actually had a match at No Way Out. Yes. And a returning Shane McMahon came back yep. and cost... Uh, was it the Rock the Match, wasn't it? Yeah, Leaping Chair Shot, I think it was. Mm. And that's the thing. I would love to do that No Way Out card because when you think about it, if you think about overall, a lot of heels won that night. Like, if you look at the matches from top to bottom, a lot of bad guys won from Kurt Angle to Big Show to the main event we're talking about here to the Dudley boys defeating the Outlaws. Like, a lot of heels won that night. Um, so going into the bigger show of the year, like, what? Like, the heels are all in power. It wasn't a two with uh, Billy Gunn actually suffered an injury, didn't he? He, he? I think he broke his arm, didn't he? He, he did Dudley's... have a... Yeah, he had a real-life yeah. injury from something else, yes. and they needed a way yes. to ride him out. So they did the thing where he got smacked by the pipe, that's um, it. Which led to... And then the next night on uh, Raw, he got kicked out of DX. Yeah, yeah they beat him up. Yeah. Then came back a couple of... Was it a months later and became the one? Yeah, he was gone for, what, a good... When did he come back then? I was going to say probably mid-late 2000, because he was in China towards the end Survivor of the year. Survivor Series? Yeah, around that yeah, period. Survivor Series? So we're at the 17 mark minute of the show and no wrestling yet. Nothing yet, that's right. That is correct. 
It was funny enough, about 10 minutes ago before it started, when Triple H came out, Chris Benoit decided to um, open his shirt mm. for some reason. I mean, look, if you had a body like Chris Benoit, you definitely want to show it off. But again, for some reason, as soon as like Hunter and Stephanie came out, Chris went, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna let him out. I'm just gonna, just gonna be free. I'm getting a bit hot under these lights. Pecs. He's the only one that did it too. Like, who's on Chris? I'll button back up then. No, you wouldn't ask. You don't <laughs> ask him. What are you doing? <laughs> it, 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 Perry Sand decides to take his pants off for some reason. Just sitting there in his jocks. You're like, what are you doing? No, it would be what oh. Benoit does the shirt, Satin does the hat, Guerrero does the pants, Maleko does a what is it? What is it? Shoes off. There you go. They all take something off. No, no, Eddie wouldn't do anything because he'd be struggling with his broken arm. Come on, Tom. Kayfabe, Kayfabe. Can't get these jeans off. I can't get these jeans off. So he asks, hopping. He's hopping. Goes over the, you know, for some reason, Sam helps him unzip, drops pants. Gentle, gentle. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, sorry, guys. We're a couple of minutes into the show and it's already gone weird. And we've covered, like, a lot of Mick Foley, too. Like, we've gone back and watched, you know, Cherry Funk, you know, Mick Foley from our Oh My God, where we watched their IWA, what, Japan, tournament, a death match, or match up there. What is it? A death match. With, what, time yeah. bombs and barbed wire and barbed wire ropes and... Oh, here we go. Triple H is getting in the ring. Oh, Perry Sands now got his shirt open, too. Yep, yep. Oh, I didn't want Ben oh. might have feel awkward. I'll, I'll join in with your brother. Yeah, I'll join in with you, brother. What was Xbox playing? Imagine what Xbox felt like. He was like, you know what? I'm going to come out. I'm going to cut a massive promo. This is going to be Vince is going to be like looking at me, loving me. What the hell? What's going on here? Um, okay. Um, I'll just I'll just stand here with a chair. And here come here it comes, guys. Get ready. Look at those triceps on Triple H. He's a and big, a strong man. Look at him. Look, look, look at that crowd, man. Yeah. Wait a minute. Sinclair must have got to him. <laughs> I love it when Triple H just goes and walks off to the side. Let it be. Let him attack. The hyenas are attacking. Oh, here we go, here we go, here Look, we go. Malako's stuck. We <laughs> can get out of the corner. I love how Eddie was getting in there, even though with the, the damaged arm, still getting in there with a few kicks. I like when X-Puck is about to hit the Bronco Buster. Oh, here we go. Oh. Remember when Rey Mysterio actually was still doing that when he came into WWE, and the crowd would be like, what the? No one used to cheer it. Because no. it was his, it was a WCW thing. Like the fans now yeah. didn't know what that even was when he was doing it. The Bronco Buster was used if you're a, it was a heel move because mm. you're shoving your crutch into your opponent's face. That's a dick move, no pun intended. But when you know when the ladies did it back in the day, Jerry Lloyd would just lose his shit and you know and start whacking it at the announce table. Yeah, what was it? It was the uh, the cat versus Terry stink face match or something, wasn't it? They did that thong, ah. thong stink face match. Get it right, Keep Tom. It cl- <laughs> get classy, WWE classy. Put the ass in class. Now that there is kicking the shit out of someone. All right, that's an ass whooping. 
I love it. Play it again now. Play it again. I want to watch it. I, I would have been. I, I can just imagine me with my hands up like this, just standing yeah, in the lounge it. room doing that, and you're just shaking your head at me. Sit down, Tom. <laughs> I, w- I will hit you in the face. <laughs> I will make it real, just Tom. With my eyes closed, hands up, posing. Actually, oddly enough, you did do that, didn't you? Mm, probably. Yeah. You did. No, you did at the um, at the No Way Out when Cactus lost. Yeah. That that was the best birthday present. Because that was my birthday, February 27th, 2000, guys. Watching that main event, and I just was so happy. And I looked across at this poor fellow, and he was... You were shedding more than, more than one tear, man. You were you were out. Yeah. Balling. Yeah. And, and then they... The night after, they cut it like a, a, a fitting tribute to Triple... Uh, sorry, to Cactus Jack. And had this really emotional, sad music during to one of the video packages. And I lost it again. Mm. I was like, God damn it. And then two well, weeks later, Linda, Linda McMahon's like, you can come back if you want. Look, you probably know more than me about this, but has something to wrestle ever talked about that, why they made that decision to bring him back? I think they talked about it in the WrestleMania 2000 episode, and I think, like, um, what's his name? Uh, Cactus Jack was done. Like he was yeah. ready to hang it up after that match. He had a fantastic match against Triple H, but I think Vince wanted him back for one more time mm. because he did. You know, he came back. Or oh, you didn't know? Are they going to blink yeah. in the ass? No, it was just. Think. It was just that you know. It's like going after No Way Out. The roar after No Way Out. It was Big Show Triple H. That was the main event. It was set because you know Big Show beat The Rock. Triple H beat you know Cactus. Then they put Rock back into it, but I always just thought, well, you know, what if, why, why? I just, I just didn't like. He accepted Triple H's challenge. He knew what he was getting—a title shot. You got Hell in the Cell, and then he says, "I want your career." Cool. So you agreed, and then for you to then come back, it's like, well, Triple H didn't cheat in the Hell in the Cell. DX didn't interfere. Okay. He simply outworked you in your own match type. That's right. And then still, it's stacked against him at WrestleMania because yeah. now he's got one opponent, but he's got three. I just always thought it was the weirdest decision for Foley to come back because I know he came back as Mankind when he took on Carlito at one of the uh, Cyber Sundays. Supposedly, it was meant to be Jericho too. Mm. Jericho was meant to be in the title run as well too. That was a rumor that went around, and I think um, Bruce shut that down. I think they wanted to do a three-way dance, but then when they said they wanted to do a man in every corner, you know, you got Linda with Mick, Shane with big show Stephanie with um, Hunter and for some reason The Rock and Vince McMahon you know that was the odd pairing of the both of them yeah well Vince was a face thing because he would have come off his uh, what no holes barred match that December at Armageddon against Triple H and he was gone after that time and he had to just face the fact that his daughter had joined Triple H um, but I just always thought it was an interesting thing that they uh, brought Mick back but I don't know He's got a rock yeah. in there. Yeah, look at him. I know. Oof. With the simple suck it t-shirt with an arrow pointing down to the crotch. I'm glad we don't have uh, broadcast type of shirts like that. That'll be uh, suck it, and then right down the very bottom, little running. Sorry. <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> Sorry about but that. But it's, it's me birthday. <laughs> it used to be a lot better. What? 
what did down there used to be a lot it used to be a lot better for look at christian here jesus yeah i know how good is that oh god look at edge's mouth too busted up in his mouth did you see what he was about to do there right he had edge on the table and they had a chair on his head what was Devon about to do? A leg drop or a headbutt or something? What's up, Crunch? Now, E and C are not heels here yet. They're faces, aren't they? Yeah. Like Edge's hat, then. <laughs> oh. Billy Gunn's wearing some very interesting uh, trunks. Uh, he's got. You can see the thong. Yeah, there's definitely no hiding that. Um, yeah. Wearing your standout green with your black oh, jeans. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Bubba Ray looks terrifying. We like used this. to laugh here about Billy Gunn because he's wearing one of those neck collar things that our sister used to have. <laughs> They're called chokers. Ah. So, yeah, moving on. Look at Bubba. Oh, God. Oh, Jay, I was going to get scared now. <laughs> This is why Alan chose this show, guys. He wanted to see JR get yelled at. Yeah, always. <clears throat> you just need to calm down, please. Calm down. Here we go. Bubba doesn't even... He's not even on the mic, guys. Oh. And E and C on our screens right here, guys. Um, at the Royal Rumble. Just a couple of days... a couple About a week ago. Yeah, great moment, eh? What's your view on that? I'm happy Edge won. That was very cool. Mm. Um, nothing against Bianca Belair, but I think our girl should have won it. Yeah. It was definitely between her and, what is it, Shanna last year. That were the two that you were thinking were going to win. And the fact that they got to do the final two this year, like, oh, this is going to be the opportunity. And I think I, I'm happy with either. I think either were good. Mm. Um, I think Bianca I th can do some good stuff, but Rhea would have been good. I can see where you're coming from there. I got angry when Rhea Ripley uh, eliminated um, Tony Storm. Yeah. I'm like, come, come on. I know one person's from Adelaide, the other person's from Melbourne. You don't have... To, okay, yes, <laughs> there there is a common hatred sometimes between people from Adelaide and Melbourne, but you don't have to do it in the ring. Work together. Be Australian. But I, again, you looked at Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. We had four. Mm. We had four women from Australia, guys, wrestling that Roy Rumble this year. It was fantastic. And there was a photo that fantastic. did the rounds too of all four of them posing together post match. Which I love was that. Awesome. I love that. That was so cool. Because you think back when we were watching wrestling in our younger years, there was no Aussie women that you had at all doing anything within the Divas division or even as a manager. We had nothing like that. Um. What was your view on Edge coming out first, though, even though he was announced as number two a few days earlier? They're called an audible, mm. and they have, they wanted to continue that thing with Orton. <clears throat> Supposedly, that thing with Orton is now over. What happened on Raw? Yeah, uh, he used so... a very good clear cell cream, I reckon, to get rid of those burning scars from a week earlier. But I don't know. <laughs> he used. I like to think he at that time he used uh, Christian and Chris Jericho's ass cream. <laughs> From he just put his head in and then went clean. Um, I'm still loving um, Alexa Bliss. 
now because if you ever watch some of her stuff from the Up Up Down Down series with Xavier Woods she's a um, a chick that loves horror movies and mm. likes to watch like freaky shit like that so for her to do this freaky ass character um, I think it was it Charlotte that eliminated her? No it was Rhea she went... it was Rhea yeah. that got her out yeah yeah. That was a bit mixed because people thought that nuts. She didn't really do a lot in the time they had her in the match, and then for Rhea to eliminate her is like, oh, okay, that was it. That was quick. Mm. So I thought, well, there's always a plan for why they do things. They don't can't give you too much too quickly. Just sit down and watch. Just sit down, and you'll see it play out over time. <clears throat> I did see a rumor though that for that match, there was a rumor that she was actually going to compete three times, and Alexa would have done three separate gimmicks. <clears throat> so she would have done old school Alexa Bliss. She would have done, you know, the fun house Alexa Bliss and then a darker version of that character. So the, she would uh, have eventually would have won it as one of those gimmicks, but it would have been the Fiend type one that would have won. Are we going to see the Fiend return? Is he coming back? Well, that... if you think, we're still three pay-per-views till WrestleMania. You know, we've still got Fastlane and we've still got Elimination Chamber. Like, we've still, still got quite a while to go. I think you can lock in Orton Fiend Mania, but it's what you do now between here and there. Like, if Orton got burnt, I thought they were going to ride him out of the Royal Rumble and not have him be there at all. Or do something. Yeah. I wanted him to wear that mask a lot more. Mm. Like, that, the Burns Victor mask. But, no, he just took it off and uh, hit Alexa with the RKO and we're just meant to sort of forget that, you know, he took a fireball to the face. Yeah, it's a but, weird thing. It's interesting. I mean, didn't China lose sight when Kane did it to her? I think it was back in the day or during this time the same thing happened. I don't mm-hmm. know, but they sort of... Oh, there we go. Yeah, he threw a fireball and someone moved out of the way and it hit her. I think it was Triple H or X-Pac or yes. something and it hit the wrong person. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, jeez. And then I heard, too, that Christian's also signed back in as a, with a part-time deal for a return, mm-hmm. which is great. And uh, Mr. Cool Caribbean, Kalito. Yeah, Mr. Jacked Up, that, eh? <laughs> what, is, what is he on? You know, he is um, shredded. The, qu- the quote I saw is, where do I get me some of those apples? I know. <laughs> you know? What type of protein are in those apples, you know? Mm. God damn. You just need to calm down. Oh, God, poor JR. And I think he's turning 40, mid-40s, I think, next week. Coming up soon, yeah. And here I'm over here in Australia and being me. <laughs> Eating hot dogs with Larky, so... I know. Glizzy hot... Yeah, glizzy... Uh, glizzy wraps. <laughs> yep. Look at JR. Look at his face. No, you just need to calm down. Just please. Was the last barbecue sauce? Well, the outlaws oh, retain the retain the tag belts, and Bubba's just going off here. Jesus. Oh, okay. Well, someone punches you in your head, you quickly run away, don't you? Yeah, run, you cowards. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, Bubba Ray with um oh hello. Oh, hello. So Bubba Ray wearing a jacket like that, he looked quite scary, especially with the hat. Yeah. I forgot that I forgot that May was pregnant here too. 
That's what I was going to ask you. I'm like, is this before or after the birth of the hand? Because I thought it was after the hand had already happened. But that means that the hand did happen in 2000. I thought the hand happened in 1999. So, yeah. So he knocked her up. Mm. There was even one Raw dedicated to that whole show of them going to the hotel room and the whole night of them eventually sleeping together, where it would cut back and forth to them in the hotel room. Yuck. Yeah. Do you want to watch it all? Yeah. No. Why don't you do a show by yourself? What I'll do is I'll splice that out of the whole episode, so it's just one continuous thing. Hey, guys. It's Tom here. You ready? All right. All right. I'm, I'm leaving the show. Good night. <laughs> He's that leg strapped there on Kurt Angle. Look at these legs. Very nice. Yeah, it's, just, yeah. the, the, it's almost his entire leg is wrapped. His hamstring. And are you going to be subscribing to the Kurt Angle Show, Al, coming up soon? Already have. Already. Mm-hmm. Same. Ready to, yes. I'll be looking forward to... Uh, is that Was that sign guy holding up a Wheaties box? He was the fellow with, with the Rikishi sign earlier. Yeah, that's that fellow. So that, that was sign guy, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Not sign guy Dudley. WWE sign guy. Because he's normally yeah. red cap yeah. guy. Mm. Yeah, red cap, blue shirt. That's it. Yeah, so you're going to check it out? Definitely, yeah. definitely for sure. Surprising. I had no idea they were even thinking about doing that. But Jesus, Conrad, mate, how much are you doing? Taking in that cash, ad-free shows, everything. It's become huge now. Mm. and um, So, yeah, it should be good. Well, I think the first episode may have already come out only for video, though. Like, you have to subscribe to the online video version. But the actual Apple podcast, which is how I will check it out, I don't think it comes out till... Could be the next week, I think, in early February. Next week. Yeah. Next week it comes out, yeah. It's sexual, baby. (laughs) Kurt Angle definitely throwing some some shame towards Mark Henry about he uh, having relations with 85-year-old women and getting him pregnant. 3-6 Mafia! <laughs> Somebody's going to get their ass kicked. Someone, gra- Someone's grandma's going to get their... Yeah, moving on. I was going to say, someone's going to get pregnant. <laughs> someone's going to get pregnant. You sound like Tracy Morgan. you got to do your Tracy Morgan impression when you do that. I think someone's going to get pregnant, maybe. That's what's going to happen. Someone's going to get pregnant, 85-year-old grandma. Yeah. And this is a pretty good scrap here. Two technical wrestlers with Olympic-style backgrounds. And world's oh. strongest man with Henry with his, uh, you know, his weightlifting. And then Kurt with his Greco-Roman wrestling. Someone says to me, hey, you, tonight you've got Kurt Angle to wrestle. I'm like, no thanks. I'll just take the W. I'll take the, sorry, I'll take the L. Just counting out. I don't want to wrestle Kurt. Because he could do some damage. He could fuck yeah. you up really bad in a good way. Oh, wow. Look at that. There's a sign there saying, May Young plus Mark Henry equals freak. So. Yes. There it is right there. Center camera shot. Yep. Right there. And from memory, these two actually main evented a Royal Rumble for the World Heavyweight title. That was the they one did. when Taki came back on the chariot. He did. And um, it was the Royal Rumble where 
uh, Eddie, sorry, not Eddie. It was dedicated to Eddie from Rey Mysterio. Mm. Oh God, powerbomb! Yeah, because that was weird. Because it wasn't the main event. That was the first time in a while that the Royal Rumble didn't main event the show. Supposedly, <clears throat> um, Vince McMahon said, "Nah, um, Rey Mysterio is not a big enough star, so we're not going to end the show like this. We're going to end it with uh, Kurt Angle and Mark Henry." Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think Taker comes out on the chariot. And then the the actual ring fell apart or something, or the ring moves or shakes or something to add some supernatural effect to it, because yeah. they went on to to compete for the world heavyweight title. No way out the next month. Does anybody want to <clears> shoot <throat> my puppies? Beautiful. No. When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. Here she comes. Dun, 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 dun. Look at her going. Oh, that's it. I am going now. Come on. Yeah, ring the bell, ring the bell. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> just so and look, brutal. And look what he does afterwards. It looks like he just won the undisputed title. Yeah. He does the two skips and then the hands out laughing. So brutal. I just I just killed a grandmother. Yeah. Look how she's selling it. Not even moving. She, she's dead. He, 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 she's dead. Yeah. Yeah, and I think what grandma. made it so real to me is how she kind of jolted a bit before she took the move. Like, Kurt just went straight up. <sighs> I would yeah, was this, was this before the Dudleys or after the Dudleys? Put it, I think this was after that, being put through the I think table. It's leading, I think it's leading up because at the Survivor Series, Mark Henry took on Viscera and Viscera crushed Mae Young as well too. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, they faced, they, well, they, Viscera and Henry faced off at No Way Out in a few weeks. And that's where he threw him into the steel stairs, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Here comes the most electrifying man in all sports entertainment back in 2000. Look at this, look at this. One more time. Who needs to button up their shirt? Not me, says Rock. Not me. No, not me. Why would I? Look at that. See, the way she went up, just that, and then so hard. Who's the nurse? Uh, I don't know who that is. Is that, is that BB? No. Probably. No, it's probably just... I was like, hello. Oh, no. Wula. Wula in the house. Yeah. Look at hey, it. You're up, mate. Hey, Get up, mate. Come on. Mate. <laughs> I don't like it on my back. I only like it on top. Who wants to see my puppies? Look oh at this. God. Now, remember, it's the guy at the very end. That guy. Look at him. Watch when the camera yeah. zooms in on the reaction. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, Look at his face. And, that a, and that t at that time, that man became gay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. That's it. Mm. I only like men now. That's it. Evaporated milk. Thanks, oh. King. Speaking of evaporated milk, look at um, Hardcore Holly's pecs. Look at them things. Now, the late Crash Olio. What's he late for? No, he passed away, Al. When did he pass? What did oh, he pass he... by? I have to, I'm editing this out now. It's all been Don't you out. bloody dare. Don't you bloody dare, because you are not taking away my comedy. Last bloody show, guys, he put the cat meow in. 
because I because I use a word he doesn't like me using. Please censor. Here they come. Look at these dudes. <laughs> yeah, there's another guy. So you're like, nope, no, thank you. We had a laugh off mic, guys. I came across the public enemy <laughs> acolytes match from Raw, March 1999, where they just beat the shit for three minutes. <laughs> Johnny Grunge, <laughs> Rocko Rock, just got the yeah, shit the pub- kicked out of him. The public enemy, I think, is uh, I just realised is what we are. The bro, it's pretty much broadcast as wrestlers. That's who we are. Yeah. Hey ho, you're gonna die. Jeez, Crash Holly just got the shit kicked, just knocked really hard down by Bradshaw. Sometimes you got to tell Bradshaw, you know, this is this is pretend, this is fun. Please don't kill me. Please don't murder me in the ring. Man, I can act it. I can act hurt. You don't actually have to actually hurt me. I can pretend yeah. I'm hurt. Just pretend. Is this a hardcore match or is it just classic Teddy Long losing control of the? Uh, uh... I believe it's a no disqualification. But pinfall must be in the ring, I think, but I'm not sure. But the fact that they're going all the way back, I'm going to say it is a hardcore matchup. Pinfall anywhere. Jesus. But to think, Al, we get this today with the 24-7 title, so... Yeah. Fun. Thanks, R-Truth, for coming out to the uh, Women's Rumble and interrupting that for some reason. And Mm. I mean, Alicia Fox winning... The title, that was fantastic. Good, fun yeah. comedy. Ha, 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 ha. I heard a lot of criticism about that. Like, you could have done that at any other point. This is bullshit, mate. Mm. What, what is Brad... Oh, God. Farouk was drinking on the job. <laughs> so was... Straight so out was of the JBL. Yeah. yeah. At least... Oh, God. I wonder if they warned anyone before this. <laughs> Do you want some chips? Nah. Lining up. Holy shit, look out. Holy God, there's, a gun. there's four greasy men beating the shit out of each other here. Oh God, a bin. Can I get a hot dog? Or... Can I get one hot dog, please? <laughs> They're on the floor, but we can pick it up for you. We can just shake it off. That's all right. Uh, if we cover it in a wrap, you can, be, you can enjoy it. Look gravy. Bradshaw's punches, man. It's just that all forearm on the back of the head. And for some reason, just hit him with a bottle. Just yep. hit, hit him with a bottle on the back. Oh. What, what's he going to... Oh, oh, my God. And slip. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, oh. The, I can't. The, I can't. The, the slip made it though. <laughs> I can't. Oh. Oh. You see, you see, Farouk just shoves him. Get out of here! Just shoves him on the arm. I can't. That's just—it's like watching an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. And then you have to, because it's so cringeworthy, you have mm. to get up and run around. But just to see, <clears> you know, Viscera do, 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 do. It'll he, be worse he if, he, if he really fell hard, though. Really hard. Gets, or he falls and already breaks the two by four. 
I thought exactly off. the same. Oh shit! Um, just hit him with the little bit. <laughs> it's the Ikatola of rock and roller. Oh, that was just cringeworthy. Yeah, I love it. The current intercontinental champion with my favourite oval version of the title. Raw is Jericho. I'm trying to think. His shirt says Jericho-holic, and on the back, it's almost like it has, like, tour dates, but I can't see what the font says on the back of his shirt, the text. It's probably, it's probably his day steady dad when he was doing Fonzie. Because he did have a, Jer- a Jericho-holic shirt in WCW, did he? Mm, I don't think he did, though. I'm not sure. I know he had Lionheart, but I'm not sure about Jericho-holic. And he also had Nitro... Nitro is Jericho. Yeah. Yeah, because he won the title. Did he win? Oh, yeah, he won it at the Royal Rumble, I believe, in the triple threat with China and Hardcore Holly. And by that time, he was really going as a face. Um, Yes. Because towards the end of the year, the China-Jericho feud, they kind of switched roles a little bit. And he kind of became more of a a friend to her. And, uh, yeah. Here he comes. Here comes Viscera. Don't slip. I wouldn't say that to his face. <laughs> I say I say it online. Um, yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, and if man, you checked out two um, by four, if you checked out our recent TBK Vault show that we put up a few weeks ago, guys, this was that was the episode where Viscera became Viscera when he joined the Ministry. Yeah, came back as Mabel. Beat up on, um, pardon me, mankind. Went into the rumble, got possessed, became viscera. What the hell happened there? Viscera's whipped him into the ropes, and Jericho just like slipped right over into his back. Yeah, saw that. Saw that. Oh god. What's Jack Doan doing? They're gonna do a little Jack Doan, just like. Tells Viscera to, hey, you listen to me. What's he going to do? Yeah, I'll just jump on his back and then tell him in his ear, stop it, stop it, and then jump back down. No, you probably... Yeah, no, look at that. What would I do, El? What would I do? Kiss him in the ear by mistake. As you're riding him from the back, you just <clears throat> listen to the broadcast. Do it. What do you see, Pip? Do it now. <laughs> <laughs> Subliminal advertising. Listen to broadcast. Doesn't exist. Shush. It will in a couple of years. How long? Twenty one. He's a big dude. What is he? What, about six five, six six. Jack Don't. Yeah, he's pretty tiny. <laughs> what That's was the matchup when really it was? Um, remember it was Diesel versus. King Mabel, I think it was SummerSlam 1995, where they faced off for the WWE Championship. Because mm. Diesel's at least, I think, about 6'9", 6'10". Mm. It's a pretty sloppy match, this one. It's just... <laughs> Did you say floppy or sloppy? Sloppy. Thank you. Because for a minute, I went, this is a pretty floppy match, this one. Mm. I went, alright, I'm just going to leave that go. <laughs> you think, all this time, Tom's been saying floppy. <laughs> Do I correct him? <laughs> oh, God. I've been his He's brother called... for so long, and I, I need to tell him. Uh, he, I'll be going up to people and saying, you know, what a floppy day this has been. Yeah, floppy? You mean sloppy? No, 
I mean, floppy. Is that how it's meant to be? Yeah. Right. That wheel kick before from Vissa was amazing. To yeah, kick Jericho awesome. out. So, for a big dude again. Oh, God. Oh! Well, this was around the time period of the WWF WrestleMania 2000 game on Nintendo 64, and that move, I believe, was in the game, the rolling kick by Viscera. Well, he was doing that when he was Mabel as well, too, mm. as well back in the day. Oh, what was his finisher when he when it was Mabel? Was it a Samoan drop or something? I think the splash was the yeah. big boy. Big be- big boy. <laughs> he went for the big boy splash. <laughs> I, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Ooh, great oh. bulldog. And where are you at, Al, with the time clock that people know? Uh, just, he just hit that then. And, oh, okay, we have someone in the ring with him. I'm at the 50-15 mark. So if you think we've had three matches down and all of them have kind of had something with a DQ or a run-in. In the bullshit ending. Yeah. Except, um, yeah, some... Some top. Oh, what happened to? Jesus! You see, you see what happened to Farouk then? Yeah. Well. <laughs> oh my God! He chop blocks his leg, but nearly loses his head. Yeah, he nearly killed himself there. God damn! But that's what happened to Jericho though. On the other side of the ring, at the start of that yes. Vistra match, he's like his head just whiplashed the rope like it's not tight enough. I wonder if there was something going on in that arena in Texas. The, this is the big suplex spot on Viscera. Check this out. That is amazing. And from memory, I think that was the slam of the week, guys, which I think we do get a little bit later on where they recap that moment and calling it the slam of the week that they used to have on Raw. Oh, does Michael Cole look... Michael Cole oh. in the back there looking nervous. Oh, I'm a radical... Oh, I'm the fifth member. I'm like the fifth beetle. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, I was, sorry, I just acting. <laughs> oh, Eddie Guerrero, eh? Yep. Gone too soon. Gone too soon. The matches that we could have got, eh? Where we, uh, I think we've already spoken about. Do you think you'd be? Um, which side would you be? If he was still alive today, would he still be in wrestling, or will he we would have retired eons ago? Yeah, you think? I think I think he would have retired. I think he'd be definitely a Hall of Famer if he was still alive, still inducted, and I think he would have just finished up. And maybe they would have used him with the Mysterio Dominic stuff, maybe during that feud with Seth to maybe bring him back to do Guerrero Seth that time period. But I think he would have been done. I think he had done some great things, and yeah. It's unfortunate when you look at like what could have been, but you know the time, the things that he did, like you know Latino Heat. You know, I, it always goes back to that Brock Lesnar No Way Out 2004 Frog Splash. You know WWE Champion, the classic matchup with Kurt Angle at WrestleMania 20. Uses the boot, steals it with a cradle, and then the Benoit Guerrero moment. That's like tattooed into my memory. The ending of WrestleMania 20, confetti falling down, two best friends, two world champions. Very cool. Now, guys, um, what are you guys doing after the show tonight? Would you like to uh, hang out and come back to my place and play uh, Xbox? I've got the new WWF game 
and uh, we can eat Doritos and uh, talk about our feelings. Uh, Michael, Michael Cole's hair there. I had the same thing going on too. You definitely were Cole. You definitely were Cole at this period. <clears throat> I was, uh, yeah. I was just copying, you know, some people copy their favourite heroes, like people want to look <laughs> like the rock, so they look after themselves. They look after their body. Um, every time Michael Cole came on my screen, I wanted to get my hair tipped and grow a goatee and um, and wear tight jeans. And white shirt with WWF on it. Alan would run under the bathroom, grab a quick comb, and just go a quick bit over the fringe just to get it loose. That's it. I'm Michael Cole. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, Kevin and Kelly. And here's Tom, Kevin Kelly. Now, this is the one. Doesn't Pat Patterson appear here in the background? I this think is so, that, yeah. yeah, this is that promo where Pat Patterson opens the door and then quickly closes it. Let's see if they oh. cut it out in the network, but he does appear there later on when they do do the rock promo. Oh. Luna for sure. And the vampire warrior Grangelo. Two terrifying people. I would imagine they're really nice people, but absolutely terrifying. But I love the puffy shirt, though. Oh, yeah, you got to have the puffy shirt. Because <laughs> all vampires wear puffy shirts. And what was the quote I saw like after the Royal Rumble this weekend with Christian and Edge? It's like, you know what's next? And then it shows them as the brood standing in the circle. Grangel to return. Because he appeared he? recently, um, wasn't it with, was it TNA or was it WWE? I oh, know it was AEW. I think it was AEW. The, um, the match Matt between Hardy. Matt and Guerrero. Yeah. Yeah, for some reason, Vampire War, it rocked up and he said something to um, Sammy Guerrero, Guevara, and it was, yeah, weird. And like, for, for someone that I'm terrified of, she's a very attractive woman, I would say. Who? Luna. Yeah, if you're into that type of thing, sure. No, like, you know, I'm not really into the shaved hair on the side, but her, you know, figures, you know, it's a, yeah. Just one thing I want to tell you. I'm not taking off my clothes. Maybe she said that at the Royal Rumble. I was like, okay. Yeah, what was the Royal Rumble swimsuit competition? Yep. Yeah. I had that album. Me too. Yeah. Skittles. <sighs> I had Skittles today too. Put them up me bum. <laughs> oh, orange. <laughs> nah, it's lemon. Sorry about that. <laughs> you can tell by my fate. Oh, my Lord in heaven. Alan. <laughs> Guys. He's talking about the WWE Women's Champion, Miss Jackie, coming down with her belt. Now, now Jackie was in our most recent um, show that we did as well, too. She was a referee. Yeah, for the Boss Man versus Rikishi. Match on SmackDown that we covered, guys, at the start of January. Oh, here we go. What? Why, why are they doing the scrag fight? You, you, you two can wrestle. You can wrestle, guys. Show them how it's done. 
Well, you think so far. We're up to, I think it's match four or five, and we've had three championships. We've had the tag belts, the IC title, and now we've got the women's title. Yeah, referee in the sandwich there. Thanks, JR. I think he took one in the eye then. I'm actually hurt, you. Know? I can't referee it. <laughs> I've lost one. He's one to him, this, isn't he? Uh, I believe so. Two, yeah, he was, he was the... Is it over? No, it's not yet. He was the one that pushed Paul Heyman out of the way at Survivor Series 2002 to count the fall for um, Big Show winning the title. That's that's right. Yeah, that's both right. of these women can wrestle properly. There was no need for that scragness that just before. Oh. And I think what yeah. Luna never actually won the title as well. And nah. they tender there. Oh, wow. What a bridge. But hey. she's a hall. Of, is she a hall of famer now? Who? Well, I think Lu, wasn't she? No, no, I think wasn't Luna inducted into one of their wings? They have though. I don't think she had a formal proper induction. Like you know how they announce the top five, and they have some little sub ones they announce on the side. I think she may have been one of them. I'll have a look at that. Possibly. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's just oh brutal. Oh And she's a champion. What a legend to do that. Look at the height, man. She went up on that. <laughs> Good on her. I still love the Impaler DDT. Such an evil move. Mm. Because he throws was... the hips up, causing you to pin drop as you come down. And when was it he, um, when he left, Edge sort of took yeah. over and started using that maneuver, didn't he? Yeah, when he came back from his uh, injury. Mm-hmm. And, oh, God damn. But look at the height. Mm. Like she goes so straight, like an arrow. <laughs> I'm always waiting on him. I'm always waiting on him. I wait patiently. I look at my watch. I'm going to go to New Japan and be a lot happier. And talking about New Japan, they've got their USA show coming up very soon. They've got their official Twitter page. I think it's New Japan Beginning in USA, I think is the name of the show. Um, but, yeah, you've got what the the, the door has What's, been opened. The door has been not open. It's been kicked down. Mm. My God, uh, we have TNA. Oh, here we go. 13. He's common. But, again, that's it. Total nonstop action. Impact and New Japan are now joining up forces with AEW. Mm, and NWA. NWA, sorry. I saw... Um, I'll just tell you really quick this funny thing. You'll you'll laugh at this. I know you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know recently how they've been having Billy Kay come out and try and give her resume to people? And there was uh-huh. that recent one at the Rumble where she's doing the handshake like this. And mm-hmm. I think someone walked past her. Someone today made... The person who ever walked past, they put AEW... They put Impact, they put AEW, and the handshake like this was uh, Ring of Honor. But the person's <laughs> walking past. <laughs> no. The Ring of Honor's like, what about me? And this walks straight past. Like, no, we don't want you. No, yeah. No, thanks. Man, they could have done so much with Taz here. Mm. Well, he already debuted. He debuted, what, two weeks earlier at the Royal Rumble. Um, so they were still Straight pushing stuff. But I think they were not bringing him in all the time. It's like, let's give him a week off, week on, week on, week off. So you push him a bit. The mood is about to change, Cole. 
That's what it just needs coal at the end. <laughs> the mood is about to change, coal. Well, here comes the pain. Here comes the pain, coal. Now, keep your eye on the background, though, in this promo, all right? Just keep your eye on the background. Yep, sure. Well, while we're waiting, we don't want to listen to the whole promo. No. I'll just ask you flat out, who's Edge choosing to face for the championship at the Royal Rumble? Well, SmackDown helping today, and uh looks like, um, I don't know, it could be a continuation with Roman Reigns and uh, maybe and Kevin Owens, but maybe just have sort of Kevin Owens move to the side, maybe stop this feud, and have maybe Edge take on uh, Roman Reigns, but Edge lose at Mania. Mm. Yeah, I would, I would like to see that. Um, pardon me. Um. It could be done. I'd mm. be happy to see what they decide to do. What do you think? I think for me, though, like we're st- it's still so long away. We're like 60-plus days, though. You've still got Chamber. You've still got Fastlane. So I think the fact that he didn't say anything on SmackDown is like, cool, don't say anything. You've gone to NXT. You've let Drew know. Drew's doing Sheamus. You know, Kevin Owens has still got, what, you know, um, Roman Reigns. Finn has got, you know, Kyrian Cross. There's all these seeds there. So, Edge, just step back. Let everything mm. kind of dwindle down. And then as we get into fast lane, then make your decision. Um, I think the, the other way around, I think they're kind of pushing that Bianca's definitely going after. They're going to do Sasha Banks, which was a dream matchup. Yes. They haven't had her rocking up on NXT or going to Raw to front Asuka or the NXT Women's Champion. So that's kind of written in the in the block. So that's going to happen. Um, but I did see today, supposedly the first match for Mania is about to be announced. Oh, yeah. What's that? Yeah. The Miz and John Morrison versus Bad Bunny and Booker T. Don't care. <laughs> Are you sure? Don't give a shit. I have no interest in that whatsoever. Bad Bunny. Who is Bunny? I don't know him. Yeah. Yeah. Supposedly, he's want... one of the most popular artists in the world, and you and I don't know him. Um... Is he a playable character in Fortnite? I don't know. That's the only know if, if I understand with uh, things that are going on in the world today. No. Well, Travis Scott and stuff like that. Yeah, he was a character. That's, mm. I actually learned who Travis Scott was when, <laughs> when his skin was available um, to buy in Fortnite, and I went, and I'd listen to some of his music, and I'm going, it's it's okay, but I'm still not buying the skin, bro. How much do they go for? The skins? Yeah. Um, probably for him, it was probably 2000 And in, um, in money, what would that be, in our money? Uh, <clears> in terms of credits. Much, uh, how much money you want to put down on that? Probably 50 bucks. Serious? Well, uh, that we've been pretty lucky lately. Back in the day when Fortnite was first starting off, it was with um, with the transaction. It was a lot of money, but then yeah. they also come up with that because you're using this on this particular day. You're using you're getting a discount price. Um, so, I mean, right now they're doing mm. um, NFL. All the skins you can get, you can play as your favorite NFL 
for the Super Bowl. And the team, yeah, for the Super Bowl that's happening um, for Monday for us down here. And, um, yeah. And then I saw they got, what, Predator and T-1000? Oh, no, uh, T-800 is going to be in it. T-800 and Sarah Connor, they're Mm. they're very long gone. Um, They also had um, the Predator was actually a – I think you can still do it now because I was was actually going to say to you, hurry up and download it and we can – work together and play it and I can make fun of you. And, um, uh, yeah. And so you can actually, it was like a story arc you had to do. Mm -hmm. You had to do a couple of amounts of, um, achievements to actually unlock the, um, the skin. I'll check it out. I actually just finished a game recently, so I've taken that off my PlayStation 5 to get more space because I've only got like less than 100 gigs free because I've got so many things on there at the moment. <clears throat> I actually think they may have cut the thing out where you see Patterson in the background because I definitely Probably. remember it was this raw. I reckon they would have just cut to a crowd shot or something, but it was you know being able to edit it. But I still remember he opens the door and goes, whoop, and then quickly closes it. Oh, just pushes... Hermie out of the way. The whole time he had a, he had a new shirt for him, he just put it over his face. And that's the thing. I think Patterson and The Rock were really close. Like a lot of Rock's promos, a lot of his matches, he worked really close with Rock to put that stuff together. Well, Patterson was very close to his father as well too, um, Rocky Johnson. Mm. Oh, oh. I still have flashbacks to WrestleMania 2000. <laughs> With that the pretty ladies. One, that one that came out and everything was moving. And I'm like... Hey. I thought you were going to say, and everything was moving too. Well, you guys, I hope we had people over. I hope not. I, I, I don't want to explain that. You're Alan, right there, yeah. Alan, not again. Hey, I'm not explaining. No, I want to move on. Moving on. <laughs> quickly, quickly. Now, do you recall when this uh, partnership was made between D'Lo and The Godfather? No. It was the 1999 Survivor Series when Godfather kicked off the show coming out with the hose and then his song still kept playing and then D'Lo came out dressed like that. As a, oh, a hoe. Um <laughs> But then after D'Lo got into the ring, the music kept playing, and out came Mosh and Thrasher, also dressed up with a black Afro wig that Mosh had. That's right. Yeah. That was the last time we probably saw um, Hairbanger, Mosh and Thrasher. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, they didn't. Good gravy. Oh, white. um, White. Uh, she she's smart. Uh, she's smart. Smart. Listen to King man. Yahoo! Just whistling, cat calling. Yeah, that was one thing we uh, we you and I discussed as well too. The thing of the Royal Rumble. There was probably no need for um, Jerry Lawyer to be commentating uh, the Women's Royal Rumble. Yeah, it wasn't the best. He's still stuck in a time warp, that fella. I don't like it one bit. Why? They could have got somebody. They could have got a female wrestler to come out, a, f- a former female wrestler to come out and do the com- uh, do mm. the commentary. 
Well, I text you when we were chatting. I'm like, well, why not Beth Phoenix? Why not Lita? Why not people like that that can offer that? And then I sent you that uh, video today from AJ Lee when she called out King on that Raw thing when she was actually cutting a uh, – she was, I think, a guest ring announcer. And she took a shot at King live on the mic, and it just stayed in there on that live version of Raw. I might put it up on our Twitter, guys, so you can see it. It was very good. I like that. And again, I love AJ Lee, but it was just um, she was doing the pipe bomb type of thing that CM Punk was doing too. Mm. Have you ever watched that one that she did? That was really good. Yeah. Mm. And she's always one that always trends. Her name trends always around January Roy Rumble time as an eventual return. And yeah, Never she's does. one of the ones that kind of even you see what um, Becky Lynch's little thing she did online. She took the she put up a screenshot of the walkthrough of the front of the rumble and then didn't and that's it. No writing just that and then didn't eventually come back, but just planting the seed to get people to tune in to watch. Very yeah, good. Big time. There's a great sling blade there by Devon. I know, jeez. Mm-hmm. Took that sling blade really well. Fresh fried potatoes. Mm-hmm. What's that from? Do you know? Let me think. You've done that actually, that voice before. Mm-hmm. Um, fried potatoes. But I can't say what it's from. Sling Blade, the uh, Billy Bob Thornton movie back in the day, where he acts as a um, intellectually handicapped uh, gentleman who uh, kills a man for um, abusing his son. Oh. Um, and so he goes to an institution and he tells the story that um, what he did. And he talks like this, he says that voice like that. Mm-hmm. I like French fried potatoes. I was going to um, say, you, you kind of sound like Harley Race a little bit too. And another thing, Ric Flair. <laughs> I am Vader's number one manager on God's green earth. It's close enough. You haven't well, done one in a while? I'm not doing one. I'm not doing <laughs> I found a TBK moment, actually, when I was putting together some old episodes, and it was the one where you wanted me to do Alberto Del Rio's, the the voice thing, you know, when, um, he's, was it, Rico Rodriguez would say his name, and I can't, I can't can't roll my R's, and the TBK moment of you trying to get me to do it, and you crack up so hard laughing, and I feel like, well, I can't do it, I just can't do it, and it was, I tried it, and I actually hurt myself when I tried it, so... Yeah. Oh, I think I hurt myself. Yeah, I remember hearing, uh, listening to one of those episodes, yeah. just having a go at you going, oh, look out. 3D! Because oh. it looks like I... the Godfather's done his ankle or something. Yeah. And the... Uh... Oh, That's the it. Same nurse is back. Oh. And just looking at that too, like, Devon, I oh know, Bubba put up a, a promo recently on his Twitter page showing the first 3D that they did. And it's mm-hmm. terrible. Like, the way they did it, oh. it's like, like, Devon's picked him up, but the opponent's actually nearly already gone down before Bubba's even grabbed the head. It just looks so bad. Like, nothing but shoulder blade. Oh, the table's ready. The table is ready. Who's going to be served on the table? Who's he pointing at? Who's he pointing at? I want JR. Get him. Um, <laughs> what's going on here? Oh, this Barbara Bush, you're right. Yeah. Um, well, this is all after the Chaz thing. I was going to say, was it? Yeah. Yeah. That was. Mm, cr- that was that wasn't good. 
Oh man. Oh god. Oh okay. Okay. Come on, JR, stop him. <laughs> JR just what are you doing? Big insecurity kick. <laughs> yeah. Hurricane to the table. Just Boyaka, Boyaka. Come on, JR, do something. Come on, mate. Are we going to have somebody? Is someone going to save her? I hope Here so. Here they come. Yeah, me too. Oh, so Hardy Boys and ENC. Mm. Once again, you know, planting those eventual seeds for what we would get at uh, WrestleMania 2000, the very and... first triple threat ladder match. And they just walk away. They always run away, don't they? Just get out of there. Yeah. Yo, it's that close. It's that big. It's that big, I promise. <laughs> How crazy yeah. is that, man? Christian, Jeff, Matt, and Edge still going today. This is 21 years ago, and they're still going, all four of them. I know. How good is that? What do you think these two are discussing here? That's like me talking to my... That would be like me talking to Mick Foley. So, yeah. Well, so when you have ravioli, do you use it from the can, or do you cook it first, or do you eat it out of the can? Because as do you heat it idiot? and then and do you heat it and then put it back into the can, or what do you do? Or do you put or do you put it in the fire? Well, that What's guy that idiot that... doing behind. Yeah, that's, Sorry, that's, that's that sign guy there that keeps leaning in and out. Someone should hit him in the face with a chair. Yeah, yeah it's sign guy. I'd just like to take this opportunity. We've seen this three times now. Okay, we are, we know what's going on. Well, we know going into the main event, it's five on two so far. So Mick Foley will be joined by The Rock to take on Saturn, Benoit, Maleko, X-Park, and Triple H. So again, it's looking like a good uh, old-fashioned handicap match main event. That's right. That's right. And like thinking of the three in the ring there, one of my favorite matchups was Guerrero versus Maleko versus Perry Saturn for the European title. I think it was Judgment Day that year. Classic matchup. Really good match. And who was it? Uh, China was in the corner of um, Guerrero. And was it uh, that Chris I Benoit think... took on? Yeah, that was Jericho. Jericho Benoit. Yeah. Submission match. Yep. Where he Beat choked him out. Each other. Yeah. Wrenched the neck right back. Yeah, Jericho went red. Like, mm-hmm. fully red in the face. Eyes glows red. So good. He looks at Malika gets stuck, see him in the corner. Yeah. All right. <laughs> just You just love that shit, don't you? I just love Malika gets stuck, Viscera falls over. It's just a funny show. Just one of those nights. I always love that the Cactus Jack shirt. So mm. good. You ever get an idea for a TBK shirt? Put my face on like that. Oh, yeah. I'll put you on there. I have to get a good picture yeah. of you. Uh, well, good luck with that. <laughs> Come over to your hey, house I... in the yard. Uh, turn this way off. What are you guys doing out there? I'm just doing a photo. What for? Podcast. Oh, you're still doing that shit, are you? The problem Jesus is, El, your, your shirt, I keep saying your, the, the shirt of your neck there. If you take your shirt off, we can get a nice clean shot so it's just a headshot. You yeah. sure, bro? Yeah, I'll, yeah, definitely. <sighs> Look at them out there. What are they doing? 
What are you doing, Dad? Just hanging out with Uncle. Just doing a picture. I think we're good to go. Yeah. That's, a, that's some good shots. Thanks, bro. I'll just go and do some editing. See you later. Bye. I get home. What are, you, what are you doing, Dal? Oh, just editing. Where's that one stop? Oh, I just had to do it to, for the headshot. Just to... Yeah. It's for the podcast. Promise. Ah. Oh. Ah. I'm taking the kids and leaving. What's that? What's that? Sorry, what? Oh, podcasting. Sorry. I'm just, I'm just editing. That. I'm editing. What was that? Could you, could you not? Uh, not right now. It, this is important. Yeah, I'll get a zinger back. Yeah. Are you, are you leaving, leaving? Oh, okay. Cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, KFC for dinner tonight. Thanks. <laughs> did, did. Jacked up Benoit too. Look at him there. Yeah, just... He dropped something on the floor. <laughs> just trying to get it back. Trying to get... Main event time, guys. Here we go. Are you ready? How cool was that live performance in their promo? Remember that one? You can kick your ass right here. <laughs> Tell us what to do. Tell us what to say. Break it um, down. What was that? Right. Mania? What year was it? Mania 14? Or was it? Yeah, I think it was 14. They did that one. Mm-hmm. HBK when he took on Austin with Mike Tyson there. Didn't Hunter also have it as well too? Yeah. He got on stage and was being hardcore. Yeah, he took on Owen Hart, I believe, that night for the That's European right. title. Yeah. That's right. We never really talked about X Park. Like we've seen him a lot. What's your view on X Park as an actual in ring talent? I think he's amazing. The one, two, three kid. Um Six Park when he was in WCW. Um, yeah, he had a rough trot. You know, he's been through his lived life to the max. Um, he and China had a very close relationship together as well. Mm. Um, and I still loved it when he was on the couch during the Hell in the Cell between The Fiend and Seth Rollins and said... Uh, you probably don't want me back on the show anymore, but what the hell is this all about? You know, just mm. calling calling it out, you know? Um, yeah, when they yeah. made a DQ ending to that one. Yeah, because The Fiend was underneath all those chairs and stairs and Seth smashed don't it. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's not you, Seth. Yeah. Well, I've always liked him. Like when he was six with, you know, Hall and Nash and, you know, the NWO group with, you know, Ted Biasi and the team there. And I still remember the Raw where he rocked back up, you know, joining this. Well, I think that was the night after WrestleMania, after Sean dropped the title and Triple H took over the group and X Pac returned. And I think even well, then they, they wanted Hall and Nash to come over. But, you know, it was just planting the seed that eventually it would. But I think it was just saying shout out to you. It's kind of like today with Bullet Club. You know, you yes. can be in different promotions and still throw up the horns and people will know what you're talking about. So, yeah. I still still like it that there's a couple of memes out there that the the three fellas from um, uh, you got Finn Bauer, Adam yes. Cole, and AJ Styles uh, sitting over there in the in WWE. Well, mm. you know, you got the Kenny Omega and the the Good Brothers. And everybody, all coming over from the Bullet Club, from New Japan, and Ring of Honor, all having a good time in AEW. And yeah. Is. But in a way, though, you look at it, the uh, AJ Styles, Adam Cole, Finn Bauer are making good pay 
while they're in the in the WWE. People forget that. Mm. And people are still oh. friends. Like a lot of them are, t- are talking offline. It's the fact that you know I sent that that tweet to you of uh, what Seamus getting that birthday present from Rusev the other day. Like they're in different Love promotions that. and they still catch up and they still chat. Like we may not work together anymore, but we're still colleagues. We still work in the same you know same field of Industry. work with pro wrestling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So two cool and Rikishi have joined this matchup. So now we got ourselves a ten man tag. That's right. Scotty Too Hottie or Scott Taylor and Grandmaster Sexy and Brian Christopher or Brian Lawyer. And just, rem- uh, just remember, guys, just remember, Rikishi had already run over Stone Cold Steve Austin now. So just remember that in your mind when you look at him mm-hmm. here. Yes, back in November of 99, he already ran over Stone Cold. He did it for the rock. He did it for the people. <laughs> So that's another one that's passed away too, Brian Lawler. Yes, that is correct. That's right. Mm. I'm just like... Yeah, so three in the ring have passed away. Scotty Taylor's retired. I think he's just a family man now. I don't think he's an agent at all. You know, Rock's a megastar. And talking about The Rock, I actually watched Rampage last night uh, for the first Mm -hmm. time. Have you seen Rampage? No, I haven't. Any good? Uh, It seems like The Rock playing the same guy in the same film because... The director that did that movie also did Rampage, San Andreas, and Journey 2. And The Rock looks the same in all three of those films. Just a very tight yeah, a very tight tan t-shirt with camo gear. That's it. And it's it's for me it's reminiscing about the old video game. But yes. it's it's silly. Like the movie's just silly. But it's fun though. Like I was like, okay, that's you know, a good hour and a half I watched that and I enjoyed it, but I'm like, it's just over the top. Over the top. Oh my god! That we were just talking over it, but Scott Taylor doing the worm, that thing was like the rocks, um, people's elbow. It was oh, yeah. totally over, and people loved it. They stood on their feet and went crazy for it. Yeah, it's when he would slam them down and then just run and do the jog first, just jogging on the spot, and the crowd would all get up, hands up in the air, and yeah. <clears throat> People forget that Scott Taylor was an amazing wrestler. For a, for a, you know, for a um, I love that JR's cheeks of fire, referring to Rikishi. Well, Malako and Scotty Too Hotty had a classic matchup for the for the light heavyweight title, which featured that top rope DDT. Remember that? He's jumped forward and DDT Scotty and just planted him. Classic matchup. I think it was Backlash that year. Yes. And these two. These two had a war. Mm. We're talking had, about yeah, Rikishi. Yeah. Did you have you checked out Yokozuma's Docker yet on the network? Not yet. That's on my to do mm. list. I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard the reviews is watch it. Just find yeah. the time of the day and just watch it because mm-hmm. it's the stories and that you never knew about him. Holy shit! Yeah, how cool was that? Hey, it he tried twice, punched him in the back of the head. He's like, no. You're going over now. Look at this. Just launched him. Fantastic. And as you were saying, as they first, as Benmar first tagged in, they did have wars over the IC title in the middle of this Mm -hmm. year. King of the Rings. Mm -hmm. Look at this. Cactus Jack and Chris Benoit. Look at that. Old school days. That's awesome. ECW. Old, Old school days of ECW. 
What a clash of styles, too. And talking about classic, um, classic ECW, I actually watched uh, Cactus Jack versus Chris Jericho from ECW for the TV title back in like nice. 1994. Nice. Jesus. They're all going after Mick. And you look at what Mick Fault, Cactus Jack, and Satin the Eliminators right there. Mm hmm. That's right. The Guerrero, not doing do something at all. No, he can't. But best to stand right back and be safe. Well, he wasn't actually uh, set to return properly until Mania, which I think was March that year. He was actually he was able to join the uh, tag match, which was the Radicals against Kane and Rikishi. I think it was. No, that was um. No, I think it was just too cool actually. Yeah, Rikishi and uh, too cool against Maleko, Saturn and uh, Guerrero because Benoit was in the triple threat match. Well, they could have, they, they should have ended the match. Oh, see, they should have ended the match there because Flair pushed Hemner, but you know, Hemner falls over his own two feet every match. Imagine that! Ding, ding, ding! Stop, stop, stop! DQ. The Good night, everybody. <laughs> Let's see if we see Hemner fall over again or talk to somebody during this match too, because he always oh, does. Always does. Oh, here he comes! Oh, days look, of the nation. Look at the here. crowd. Look at the crowd, man. Oh. The Brahma bull, eh? And look how awesome that is, uh, that X-Pac just taking... Oh, that... Fair but they, but the they, they worked really well together. X-Pac and Rock had some good matches during the nation time, as you were saying, but also when he was the corporate champion. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. Oh! Oh! Here we go. Spots now. That super kick from Saturn. Holy shit. Do you, do you recall that matchup when The Rock was the Undisputed Champion? He had a match on Raw. It was The Rock versus oh. Eddie Guerrero back in yes. 2002. Really good clash of styles between those two. Oh, he's got the goggles on. <laughs> With the do-rag. Oh, what a leg drop. Yeah, God damn. It's a very good guillotine leg drop. And it's with the opposite leg, with his left leg. Look at the dance. Oh, that's that super kick. Oh, the kick from X-Pac. <clears throat> Here comes the game. Oh, gold chain. Oh, high knee. Look at the chain hanging there. It's trot up on the roof. <laughs> oh, beautiful. And the, listen, to uh, that, listen to that crowd. The crowd. Asshole chance. Oh, jeez. Saturn's He's very off. good. He's very good. Like, Fantastic. we always used to have a laugh about Saturn when he took on that guy on Jacked and just just brutalized him, just threw him outside the ring into his head and the snot. That's the old revolution. Yeah. Um, they would do. That's the so spinning cool. back elbow. Yeah. I think uh, I think Arn Anderson and uh, Ollie Anderson used to do that back in the day too mm. in Jim Crocker pro- uh, promotions. Oh, Triple H! A team today that I could see doing that looking really cool would be FTR. Oh, yeah, they they would be yeah. really cool if they did that. What's that sign there with the woman at the top? I'd rather be on the rock. Hmm. Yeah, as we saw before with uh, May Young, she did say that. 
she'd rather be on top than on the bottom. Oh, leg. another leg drop, jeez. And I think Saturn was doing the top rope elbow drop was his finisher at this time period because in WCW it was the DVD, the Death Valley Driver. That's right. Jeez, he just ripped the singlet off him. Oh. But you think, too, like it definitely was a shift, like to lose four talents so quickly for WCW. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Because I think what Sid Vicious would eventually go on to win the belt, I think, or Jeff Jarrett or something. Like, this is, I was kind of in the outs around this time period in WCW going into 2000. Well, wasn't this at this time where the belts were all um, vacated? Yeah, by April yeah, of that think... year, Spring Stampede in April. That's when the new mm-hmm. blood and stuff, and they had the all the belts were taken off the champions, mm-hmm. the Cruiserweight, the United States, the tag team in the world, and yes. it was everything stripped off the champs. It was weird. I remember yep. watching the Nitro when Sid had to walk up the ramp and give the belt. It's almost like hitting the reboot button. We're just going to reboot it and see what happens. That's what it was. Cactus biting. Yeah, he was gone for the years. You weren't tagged. Get out. What? Okay, now we've lost it. Oh, Hebner. Classic Hebner. Here we go. Grandmaster Saxon is going to take the pedigree. That's it. Look at that. That was a bit of a messy ending, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. But didn't Katus just jump on him? Yeah, he did. Okay. There's no Look music, though. taking it to Cactus. There's the music. My time. This is, I would say, this is one of my favourite endings, though. Like, this is a Same. classic ending, something that's in my memory. Yes. Because, again, you know, one of my favourite wrestlers, and to see him come back and make such a big impact in this return we're not was really about, cool. We're not talking about the outlaws, no. With their pipes. Yes, with their pipes out. Jesus, Billy Gunn, look at this. Just smacking everybody. Oh, lights go out. Oh. Here we go, I love What's it. What's going on? It's Taker Are you scared? <laughs> Get rolling, 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 rolling. Well, he was still, what, four months away from returning. Look at that, Paul Berriman. He's back. Oh, I'm back. Let's hear your song. Go. Armor. Um, I don't know. What was that? Oh, wow. I even talked myself off just then. I'm like, what was yeah, that? No. I'm back. I'm better than ever. And look at the costume. Look at that. That's my favorite cane. Love it. The inverted color. Awesome. Very man. cool. Look at the Mars return. Because at the beginning of the night, JR did say that Kane has been institutionalized. Mm. He took himself to the madhouse. Imagine Malako. Who is that? Who the hell is that guy? <laughs> it just takes a, it takes a punch in the face. Bang! Uppercut. Xbox, Xbox like, I'm out. See you later. Bye. Now it's the choke slam to Billy Gunn. I love the choke slam to Billy Gunn that comes up shortly. Watch this. Saturn goes first. That's fantastic. Now watch the oh, Billy Gunn. I love this. Watch the Billy Gunn. Sells it so well. What a legend. Good Look on at that. you. Oh, brutal and, man. <laughs> I love that Paul Bear is yelling at. Earl Hebner, 
this this man name is Kane. Like, yeah, we yeah, know I, who he is. I know that. I know that. <laughs> I've known this guy. Look at that in the ring, hey? Kane is back. Oh, do you see him? Not uh, so nice. Did you see um, Bro Dog? What happened? Bro Dog had like a trickle of blood coming down his face. Oh shit! Look at yeah, must have taken a pretty hard bump. Well, there we go, guys. That was our wrestling companion number 56 and episode number 84 of the Brocast podcast. And before we finish up, I want to give a shout out to not one, but two great podcasts that we think you guys will definitely check out. Hey, it's Chris from Marking Out, the only online listening experience in the world. Join myself, Dave, and social media influencer Brandon as we release a weekly podcast that covers the world of professional wrestling. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on all major podcasting applications, follow us on Twitter at MarkNout, and watch all of our great videos at youtube.com slash MarkNout11. And as always, we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. Do you like professional wrestling, movies, sports, pop culture? Do you want to hear three wacky guys talk about any and all combinations of any of these things? Well, View From the Top Rope is the podcast for you. Releasing weekly on Thursdays, Diesel, JR, and myself, Chad, answer any and all questions from our amazing high flyers. Listen to View From the Top Rope only on the Visionaries Wrestling Network across iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and multiple others. View From the Top Rope. Your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. All right, guys, we are back. And Alan, we're at the tail end. It's what have been a great episode. Comments about that one. 21 years ago, we were chilling out watching this show at our parents' place. And it is fantastic to go back again and watch it one more time with you, bro. Um, yeah, just a lot of memories, uh, a lot of laughs, uh, little things we didn't even notice from back in the day that we know now. Uh, yeah, good show, I say. Well, guys, uh, we've got a lot more stuff coming up for February. We're not actually giving you one episode. We're actually going to be getting, I think it's four. We actually had set in our calendar. You'll get two live shows and two TBK vaults. And talking about TBK vault next Sunday, which will be Valentine's Day. Oh, Alan. <laughs> That'd be weird. Radio. We're going to, we, I'm deciding because it's Valentine's Day, let's pull up a match that happened in February. And I found a great match to celebrate Valentine's Day. We're going to be putting up the Vic Grimes New Jack scaffold match uh, from XPW Freefall, featuring uh, a spot that is tattooed into our memories of uh, Vic Grimes falling from the top of the arena through uh, what twelve tables that were there, and he only hit two of them. So, yeah. And joining that in the TBK vault will be the World Heavyweight Championship Elimination Chamber matchup, which featured Taker defending his title against not one, but five challenges for his belt, and features a certain heartbreak kid coming out at the end of that match. So that'll be coming out, guys, on Sunday, the 14th of February. So check out our Twitter, at the broadcast, T-H-E. B-R-O-K-A-S-T for all future stuff coming out there. You can check out our show again on Apple iTunes, Podbean, CastBox, Castro, and a range of different podcast networks, and also on Instagram at the Broadcast Podcast. Any closing comments, Al, before we finish up? Uh, we'd just like to say thank you to everyone for uh, listening. Thank you to all our affiliates as well, too, all our sponsors as well. Uh, thank you for everything that you guys do. Remember to use our codes. It's all in the show notes. Thanks to Tom that he does there. 
Um, yeah, I hope to, if, if people are enjoying going into the vault and listening to some old school stuff. It's good for us because we can go back and have a bit of a giggle and, you know, um, just be ready too, guys, because we don't swear as much on these shows than the most newest shows now. But if you go back and listen to some of the vault episodes, there's some swearing. So just, you know, viewers discretion advice, just a heads up. Um, <laughs> because, you know, I, I had to be taken to the side from, from Tom about a year ago and go, just, just turn it down now, please, bro. Just turn it down. <laughs> and I learned the lesson. Uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening. Hope again, it's been another trying time during, uh, especially down here in Melbourne and Australia, and especially all across the world with this uh, bloody virus that's been going on nearly a year now. And uh, again, I hope we, as a podcast, have been a distraction to you for this hour and thirty, hour and forty, hour and fifty, as long as what we go for. I hope we have been sort of a distraction to you during this trying time. Keep it going, guys. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Look on my Twitter. Um, you can find me at Alan Ross eighty four at the broadcast. Um, I've changed my name now to Alan. Wear a effing mask. I'm not saying the f word because you know Tom's looking at me. Please don't say. Please don't swear. Please don't swear. You can you can say one swear word like a PG thirteen movie. I already have. I already said. I've already said a couple of swears already. So I've done my quarter. Might so yeah. Might have edited them out. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hope everyone enjoys. Take care. All right, guys. As we say each and every episode, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, all. Good night. guys thanks for sticking around now we're going to go back and listen to a classic tbk moment just a side note if van damme tied up that hair in a bun he would have like a top knot bun because he's kind of shaved the shut the fuck up i just noticed looking at him then dickhead well you listen to me what are you gonna do i'll take my hat off i'll keep you keep it up and you i'll take my hat off i will i'll show my hair hey what's up you know if you want to know what I look like, guys, imagine idiot. a bearded Fabio. That's that's Fabio, what I look like. not Fabio. No, I'm saying Fabio. That's who I look like. I'm Australian. Different guy. Uh, <laughs> I look like him. Google him. No, don't. I look like that with a beard.